wonderful listeners. I'm Kayla Jackson, and thank you for tuning in to Clearing It Up, the podcast. This is a podcast that shatters the glass on the assumed reality of the people we idolize. From influencers to cultural icons, I am interviewing them to uncover what their life is really like, not just the highlights that we see on social media. So sit back, put your headphones on, or turn up your speakers, and listen to me talking to these amazing people. Here we go. Hey everyone, today with me, I have a guest who I think is fantastic. She is a 17-year-old actress with a pretty amazing resume. She has played Tiffany on the Disney Channel series Bunked, Ivy from the American Girl film Julian Ivy, and on Brat TV, a web series called Baby Doll Records, and she was on the Brat TV series Sunny Side Up. Welcome, Nina Alou. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for having me here today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you to be here. Um, Ni hao ma. (laughs) oh my <laughs> oh my gosh hi <laughs> for all of you that didn't get that that was mandarin hi how are you okay so the first question i wanted to ask was what's going on at home right now well you know we're all quarantining and everything but my parents are especially strict with quarantining so i haven't seen any like any of my friends i they're like really really strict with staying at home and everything because I like some family members have who have like health issues that are like more at risk if they got like core uh, COVID and everything so I'm just like really staying home but also it is finals week I'm an online school and I'm a high school senior so I'm really tired and just studying a lot (laughs) life is not the best right now but yeah so I hear you've got some interesting pets can you tell me a little bit about them Right now, all I have is my my dog and my cat. But when I was younger, I had a lot of interesting pets. Like I had, I had chickens and I had snails and I had like parakeets and everything. But yeah, right now I just have a dog and a cat. Chickens? Where where do they stay? Do you have a hen house? Do they sleep yeah, in your room? We had a coop. Like we built a little coop for them, and like with chicken wire and everything. They laid eggs, and it was really good. <laughs> Oh my God, that's awesome. So how has the COVID pause been for you? Um, I've experimented with a lot of things like my hair and I started picking up new habits like songwriting in quarantine or um, yeah. And I just connect with my friends online and everything. Well, that's really great. Um, So you're well known as Tiffany from the Disney Channel series Bunked, where you work closely with some famous co-stars such as Peyton Liss, Miranda May, Sky Jackson. What was it like working with these older stars when you were 11 and 12? Well, yeah, it's funny because I loved Jessie growing up. It was like one of my favorite shows. So it's there's a weird term called parasocial relationship I don't know it's a thing where like you know someone really really well because you see them online or you have like this it's like a one-sided relationship where you see them online and you feel like they're your very best friends but it's not reciprocated so I kind of felt like I had that with the cast members when I first came in because I was like I love them and I felt like I knew them but in reality there there's a as a kid, it was hard for me to like switch at first and be like, they're not their characters. They're them, you know, they're like separate people. I think I'm really good at doing, I think I'm really good at doing that now and being like who this person is on social media and who this this person is on TV is completely different than like who they would be if I met them in real life. So at first it was kind of hard for me to adjust and be like, 
they're they don't know me but I know them kind of feeling but yeah also it was um since I was so young and I, I was like 11 everyone else was like um the older kids were like 17 19 18 20 um I did we I did kind of there was this thing on set where like we kind of like just gravitated towards our age group like me and Sky and Nathan and Lincoln would hang out together more and the older kids would like hang out and do their own thing more which I get because we're from separate age groups so when you say that you know they're different from when you see them on tv to you know who they are in real life do you find that they're I'm sure they're nicer than they are in real life I mean in real life than they are on tv but do you find that is there major differences between them and their characters it's not that they're different the main problem with a parasocial relationship is I feel really close to them but they don't feel as close to me and I feel like a lot of celebrities and their fans can have this sort of thing but yeah I think they're just very real people than what I was like because you know when you watch someone on Disney it's very like hey guys like I can't believe I got myself stuck in this situation and they talk like that and everything so it was just like (laughs) it's interesting to see us talk normally and just like have normal lives and be normal people so they were just more normal more more down to earth (laughs) how would you describe working with your bunked castmates what was the relationship there well, we, we were really close because we were, like, working together and we were, like, co-workers and everything. But I think since it's been, like, such a long time since the show, you know, we haven't talked to each other in years and years and everything. So, yeah, I think there's, like, this thing where I went into this whole experiencing this experience thinking, like, we're going to be very best friends. But there is a you have to like think a little realistically, I guess, because the people you work with or something when I was like a kid, it it took me a while to realize that the people I work with aren't exactly going to be like my very, very best friends. They can be. But first and foremost, they're my coworkers. (laughs) It's a I know it's like kind of a sad answer, but it's like the realistic part of it all. You've had so much amazing experiences. I mean, if you were friends with every one of your castmates, I'm sure you'd have like hundreds and hundreds of friends. Kind of reflecting back from your previous work, do you feel that there are any similarities between you and Tiffany or or you and Ivy Ling from the film Julian Ivy? Um, I'll start out with Ivy. I feel like there's definitely similarities between me and Ivy because she, the whole movie is about her struggling between, you know, her, she's like kind of having a little identity crisis throughout the whole movie. And she's caught between two worlds. She doesn't identify fully with like the Asian side of her or fully with the American side of her. And in the end, she like accepts that there are two sides of her, you know? And I feel like I've had this kind of struggle between two worlds growing up too, like the the fully Asian part and the fully American part totally identified with her struggle with Tiffany I think it was just really fun to play with play her but I know I know my parents are strict you know of course they're like strict and like you need to do well in school but I think her parents are definitely an extreme of that so I don't relate entirely to her her really really strict mom but I do understand like there was this one scene where I really like she um where her mom came to camp and everything and she was like you know it's so I know it's really really important to do well in life and in school and everything but it's also really important to have fun I think that applied to me or I found myself in that lesson thank you for sharing that I'm sure that it was very personal um so you transitioned from acting in a tv show to being in a web series baby Mm -hmm. doll records what was the difference between being in bunked and sunny side up and the transition just to going to web series what was that like well it wasn't like 
first of all, the structure of filming everything, it's kind of similar because they're both a series, you know, like a TV series, a web series. So I was used to like one episode, the next episode and this and that, like that kind of like filming way. But also it was filming bunked. I was homeschooled. A lot of like kids when they're on like really big network TV shows and like it goes on for years and years. Of course, they I'm pretty sure that, you know, they either do homeschool or like something else. They don't go to regular school because there's just no time. But with with the Brat series, I was in high school. It was my freshman year and I didn't want to miss out on school and I didn't want to miss out on filming. So I did both at the same time. It was kind of tiring, but it's not as bad as Sunny Side Up. Can I talk a little bit about like my experience there? Of course, you can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, it's just with Sunny Side Up, I was so overwhelmed. <laughs> I um I loved working on Sunny Side Up though. Like I love the cast and they're so cool and like and we had such a great time. But but I was waking up at like five to drive to Los Angeles and I was sleeping at three, finishing like AP homework stuff. And it just like it took a really big toll on me and I was just exhausted for the whole month of September. So yeah, it's really hard to balance school and filming at the same time. I still love doing it. It's just hard to do both. Wow. So you have to get up at five five in the morning and to yeah. travel to LA? The thing is, every every project is different. But with Sunnyside, I had a lot of scenes with, you know, my love interest, <laughs> uh, Connor. What's What was his character name? Otis. I, we had a bunch of, like, you know, scenes together. So... Um, you know, we all, we both had to be there, but he had something going on. Like he had filming for another project, like later in the day, like in the afternoon or the evening, but because his was later in the day, we had to film earlier. Were you still living in LA at that time or were you just commuting from somewhere? No, I was commuting from home. That's why I had to drive to like two hours. That's why I had to wake up at five and stuff. Cause the actual call time is like six or seven, no, seven, but yeah. Um, I I don't like live in LA. I live like an hour or so out. So every time I have an audition or a job or something, I have to drive all the way over. But for Bunked, I did have like an apartment because that was like a long-term thing. Oh, that's really cool. So yeah. you're talking about school and wow, you're doing juggling school AP and uh, acting. Wow. I'm so ready to be graduated from school. Just to talk about school, in my research, I read that you and your sister went to acting school, the Barbizon modeling and acting school yes. having never been to acting school can you tell me some of the cool things that happened in a typical class um I feel like at Barbizon it was um it did help me a lot but I don't think if I were to do it over again I'm not sure I would go directly there I mean I wouldn't change anything because I like you know how everything played out and stuff and I don't want to change the past it, it's a good school and I learned a lot there I think the most important thing I got from there was like self-confidence because I was a really shy child and that like the whole school like helped me open up and like be confident through acting but yeah I think a lot of our classes we just spent like hours doing zip zaps off or um we did like practice monologues and scenes and stuff I I think it might be different for me because I was with like the younger kids back then but for us it was more like I'm just having fun. When you say acting made you feel confident what about acting made you feel so confident? Like I said I was really shy when I was younger I wouldn't really talk to anybody I was really really shy I think I had like some social anxiety but um I don't know when I got to acting class I just 
I, first of all, I thought it was super fun. So then I would like do things just because it was fun. And then people would always tell me like, oh, that's, that was so funny. Or I, the one thing that kept me going was people laughing <laughs> at me or with me, but whenever they laughed, it made me feel like really good. And I just like felt, thought to myself, like, I want to keep on, I always just like want to make people laugh. So I kept on doing what I was doing. And the more they laughed, the more I took it as like, oh, I'm doing good. Or if they didn't like that part, then I'd be like, maybe I should adjust it or something. I found my acting style through people's reactions of like how I did things. That's really great to know how to just read the room like that. Yeah. So you started acting really young. Did you always want to be an actor? Are your parents an actor? (laughs) No, I didn't even... um... See, none of my family is connected to the film industry at all. So I, I've told this story so many times, but I actually got into the industry through like, I was walking through a mall with my sister and some lady was like, do you guys want to be like actresses? Like it was one of those things. <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of like, I wouldn't suggest going into acting like through that same way. You're 17. Have you thought about what's going to happen I actually have thought about this a lot for a long time and I have like a whole plan and everything. (laughs) I want to stay in the industry, but um, I want to stay as like, I want to become a writer, like a screenwriter or a TV writer. So like the person who writes the scripts for like the the projects and like the movies and shows and everything. Wow. Yeah, I can. That sounds awesome. Yes. Ever since I joined Bunked, I was like, wow. I (laughs) like when you're 11, like that was my sort of like TV, you know, that I was like, this is my, like, I love this show. Like when I was 11, I loved my own show and I loved Disney. And I was just like, this writing's really good. And I like, every time I get a new script, I'm like, wow, they did it again. It's really good. You're thinking like, oh, I can do something like this. Well, I always thought the writing was cool. So I became friends with one of our co-executive producers, Adam. Adam noticed how much I really liked writing and everything and stuff. And then he was like, if you if you want, you can sit with us in the writer's room one day. And I was like, yeah, of course. So one time, like they were doing some network notes where like the network, whether it be like Disney or Netflix or something like they have a bunch of notes like they they watched like us like, rehearse the whole episode in our scenes on set and everything. And then they give notes afterwards. So I got to sit in the room while they like took the notes and like applied it to like the script and everything and from then on I was like like I want to do this so yeah and then I got really got into screenwriting um so I'm applying to a bunch of film schools for a screenwriting major or a tv writing major oh wow wow screenwriting tv major wow um so where like what kind of schools are you thinking east coast west coast actually I decided I'm not going to go to the East Coast, so I applied to a bunch of West Coast schools, which is sad because I know there's a lot of really good film schools on the East Coast. I just, I wanted to stay in California, but also because I feel like it's really expensive to, like, go out of state and stuff, and I don't want to put that burden on my parents. If you were to create a TV show, what kind of TV show would it be, and what would you write about? I was, like, writing down some TV show ideas the other day definitely something comedy or romance or something I would love to do like a show with like my own world like that I like created my own like magic system and everything so like a fantasy kind of like kids show if I were to do a movie or something you know probably like romance coming of age because I wrote like a script during the summer in that genre so and I love reading I love with books I like reading in the romance genre and with tv show I love doing like fantasy or comedy I can't wait to hear one of your movies yes we'll see
So just to kind of switch over, you're very famous. You have a very high social media <laughs> presence. I mean, you're everywhere. And I look at and I, and I see you on Instagram. You've got over 900,000 followers. <laughs> um, so when you're on social media and you started you started your social media page when you're back when you're in when you're Tiffany, right? When you're 11 yeah. and 12. Really young. Really young yeah. Um, did you get any negativity on that? Like, what was it like to putting yourself out there? I think I didn't get too much like bullying online. I like to use my platform to um, point out certain things that are racist to like the Asian American community. And I like to like stand up for us and everything. So I, I've been using my platform to do that a little bit more recently because I feel like I just don't see that happen. About the Asian American justice, what kind of things are you fighting for? Um, I just... I hear like certain things where I like see certain things and I just want to like point the like use my influence to like draw attention to these issues. I said something about like the fox eye trend. You know, this is I saw like this video on Snapchat of the girl like kind of accentuating her eyes like that to like make them more stretched out. It doesn't feel right. Do you know what I mean? The here's the here's my explanation of it. Like the I'm okay with like eyeliner. I'm literally wearing eyeliner right now. A lot yeah, of you look like, beautiful with your eyeliner. Oh my god! Wow, you, I couldn't do that. I keep poking myself in the eye. I've given up. You, you just have to find the right brand. But yeah, I I think a lot of people were getting confused in my comments. They're like, all races have like almond shaped eyes and stuff. And I'm like, wait, that's not exactly what I'm trying to say. Maybe I could have said it in a better way, but I'm trying to say the gesture of drawing your eyes back just doesn't feel like very right it doesn't sit right with a lot of us in the asian american community i feel like if you look under hashtag like fox eye trend there's a lot of other like creators asian american creators too who are also like you know this doesn't sit right with me because the gesture not the shape not the eye shape or anything just the gesture of like drawing your eyes back is also the same exact gesture that other people use to like you know make fun of asian eyes and we were like especially if this is like and this is something that we got bullied for when we were younger, seeing it become like a, oh, you, you do it to make yourself look prettier now. It just doesn't feel exactly right. And I see, I saw a lot and a lot of people like fighting in my comments about it. Like, this is not racist at all and everything. I just wanted to bring a little attention to the issue because like there is a, like a large percentage of us in the like community that doesn't feel really comfortable with it. You're 17 and I read in my research that you didn't really have your first real birthday party until you were 15. Can you tell me about <laughs> that? You know, why no why no birthday parties before that? Oh my gosh. Well, I it looks like you did some very intricate research, but no, I had a I had a I think the right age would be like 12 or 13. I had like birthday parties like I said I was like a really shy kid so I feel like in elementary school if I'm like I'm having a birthday party you know like who would come <laughs> it was never anything really big but yeah the first like really really big thing I did for my birthday I would say is like um my first year on Bunked uh Peyton like had this sleepover for like the girls like first of all all the she was she's so kind she's so thoughtful she like thought of everything she and she really didn't have to do this because we didn't like know each other like super super well but she um she invited like the whole cast to her house and then we like did some super fun things we had like ice cream and because I liked Harry Potter she had us like make she had like hot glue guns and like wooden sticks and she was like we can make our own wands and we made our own wands and everything oh my goodness. he's so underrated I mean I she's just like really really kind and then 
we had that and then we had um then the guys left and then we had like a sleepover and everything so it was like the the biggest thing I had done for my birthday that was like the the year that I like had a full-on like birthday thing that's so nice of Peyton and I think that like we can connect on that part um I think a lot of my listeners can as well you know, not having friends when you're younger and you're just trying to figure out your life and you've got some like bullying or, you know, just, you know, girls are not necessarily all that nice when they're preteens and teens. Yeah. So I can, I think we can all kind of relate to that. Mm-hmm. I know that I didn't really have a birthday party until I was, I think around 13, because I finally got to have like a good set core of friends. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty important. So if you were to kind of just describe yourself to somebody who's never met you, if you were to describe yourself in a few words, what would you say? If I'm being honest in this moment, I'm just going to say like, I'm tired, but I don't want to say that. But um, right now I am, I am tired, but I'm going to translate to that. I work hard or like I'm determined. I, um, I'm sure you're determined. I mean, I'm looking at your resume. <laughs> you're just going nonstop show to show to show. Uh, yes, I I am passionate. I'm very passionate about like certain things and like writing and like this and that, like in my life. Um, creative, I guess. Nice. Those are three great words. So you have a lot of young people listening, you know, people our age. If you were to talk to your friends that are a bit younger and they wanted to get into acting and they want to be like you and they're idolizing you, what would you say to them? first of all I would say hi thank you so much for being my fan like that that's like amazing but um also if you want to get into acting I'd say the most important thing is to never ever ever quit I know my story is like you know I got my second audition and I'm like oh like it's Tiffany like but I'm just gonna say right now like that was kind of like a anomaly that's what I'm trying to say if you really get into the acting industry you are going to see a lot of like rejection after rejection after rejection like no callback after no callback after no callback and I'm just being real because like that's just how like the it is it doesn't always have to do with how talented you are maybe it's something to do with like they pictured someone else for the role the more realistic stories are like the ones that are like I've been like doing small jobs like and I like always chasing my dream as an actress and then I finally got a really big job. I think that would be more realistic because those people who make it have never quit. You have to be the most determined and you have to like work the most at it. I think that my biggest biggest thing for acting and for anything in life is to just never ever give up and like put all of your work into it. That's a really, really great message. Um, so you have a sister. Tell me about her. Is she older, younger? Because she went to acting school with you, right? Um, yeah. Um, wait, can I talk a little bit more about like my last thing? Like I had like one more thing to say. Yeah, talk. Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> good. Yeah, absolutely. Keep talking. I think, yeah, with that advice, I feel like if you... I know like a lot of people are like oh Nina you've like done a lot of like acting jobs and stuff I personally don't feel like I have like not too too much I know like things I've been on like I'm really grateful for like everything I've been on but I feel like I'm not one of those actors who get like project after project after project especially my recent years and like high school and everything and it's because like if you look at my advice you have to put like all of your work into it all of your time and all of your determination because I was so like caught up with like high school and everything I really thought like you know this isn't gonna like if I go back to school it isn't gonna like um 
take away from me as an actor, but it kind of did, you know, because I had my priorities split for an audition when there's like an exam the next day and everything. I think I would have done more jobs and stuff if in high school, if I didn't go to high school, you know, if I stayed homeschooled and put all of my effort into acting, but this is the road that I chose. So like one more little piece of advice on top of that is if you're really, really going to get into acting and you're like, I, this is the thing for me, I'm going to make it big. Then you also have to be willing to sacrifice like everything else. I think from now on, I don't know where exact which road I'm exactly gonna do. I know I want to be a writer. If you watch The Office, like Mindy Calling and B.J. Novak, like they're writer actors on the show. Like they write and they act in the show. So that would be, you know, the dream job. I have no doubt that you'll probably achieve them. So, <laughs> so um, just to kind of wrap up the show, what I really mm-hmm. like to do is uh, do five rapid fire questions. So don't think, just tell me. Okay. Okay. Ready. Would you rather have makeup on or no makeup? No makeup. (laughs) Summer or winter? Summer. What was your most used emoji? Um, (laughs) um, it's a tie because I do the eye mouth eye a lot. Like the, uh, like the, you know what I'm talking about? Like that combination, like the eye mouth. And it just looks like they're shocked. I use that a lot. So it's between the eye and the mouth. (laughs) You're shocked a lot. I'm guessing. Um, Yeah. Or I'm like, did she really just do that? What was the last TV show that you binge watched? Grey's Anatomy. I'm on that right now. Yeah, I'm on like the third season. Ooh, heels or sneakers? Sneakers. Sneakers? Love it. Okay, thank you so much, Nina Lou, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this. This is so much fun. <laughs> I really liked these questions, and I, I think we like really got deep into some subjects over there, so that was nice. This is Kayla Jackson, and thanks for listening to Clearing It Up. Please subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast, and be sure to tell you and your friends and family to listen. Mm-hmm.